0: Hi, folks. Uh, I do not have any content warnings for the actual interview. I do have content warnings for the rest, which is basically ADHD and cancer, because that's sort of a thing we're dealing with right now. Yep. Next, we have animals, one of whom is doing... Is she doing the dance of I got fed and now I need a -A T-R-E-A-T in front of you? No, she's
1: doing the your lap is accessible. Please let me climb in your lap, despite the fact you're on a... A bouncy ball chair, and <laughs> this will cause spillage.
0: Yes, but we have, you know, dogs, cats, chickens. Um, the and chickens
1: I've... don't come into the studio. Much. No,
0: no. Uh, and I've got a new iteration of Chicken Cam up and mostly working. So I think uh, I think Barbarian's taking a dust bath, and it's adorable.
1: Hound hound chickens
0: you... taking dust baths is just adorable in general. Um, and finally. We tend to swear a lot, Yep. Uh, mostly at Sergi the Cat, but, you know, life. So keep that in mind, and that's why we're marked as explicit. Anyway, hi folks, welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 306. This week, I have the Polish speaker and artist Ria Sokol. As our guest. Uh, fascinating, interesting um, discussion about how she stays productive. And so we will talk about that, I guess, a little later on. In the meantime, the tap dancing dog is tap dancing.
1: Hound. and Hound. Sweetie. Yeah.
0: We've had a... It's been a bit of a broken week. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, because we had a regular weekend... And then we had a day of normal work and then a holiday and now two more days of regular work and then I have Friday off because I'm taking the youngest to a DMV like 2 hours away because that's the only place we could get an appointment for him when we were booking it in April.
1: And mine has been disrupted because I get like 3 normal days and then tomorrow I have a a uh, echocardiogram and the day after that I have a uh Bone scan.
0: Bone scan. Yeah. So. Fascinating stuff, but um,
1: otherwise, I, I, I could I could handle slightly less fascination, honestly.
0: I no, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, the next big orange. Why are you doing that to my chair? Do you have to do that to my chair? Come here, come here, orange cat. Excuse me for just a, a second here. If you're gonna, you're just gonna sit there and scratch. Scratch my nice chair, so I'm just going to hold you like a baby and scratch your back while I continue to do the podcast.
1: That's right, Hound. That's happening over there.
0: Yes, it is. So, yeah, I mean, I've gotten some decent code written this week and have not spaced out too much on other things.
1: I got nearly 5,000 words done in the last three days. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Finished off the comic script I've been working on with Lizard Beth. Uh that is Beow Corgi. You can actually go to Liz's Patreon and see it as as it happens. It yes. is a fun little
0: It's race. been enjoyable. It really yeah. has. I've been watching it as, as the pages come out.
1: Yes, it is it is a a very silly retelling of Beowulf with a corgi. And uh It's a thing. Yeah. And, yeah, the next big thing for me is that next week I get the surgery to get the chemo port installed. Yes. Which, honestly, I think I'm more scared of that than some of the other stuff. Because that's like, oh, God, there's going to be a piece of equipment in my <laughs> body. Like, not like an IUD, which you just can't see it. It's in there somewhere. But, like, a actual thing just sitting there. Mm-hmm. That's... Uh, uh, that's yeah. Kind of freaky.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, and I will say, other than work, I had four interviews in the last week.
1: Oh yeah, you've been an interviewing machine.
0: Actually, five because we recorded last week on Tuesday, and then I had an interview on Wednesday. Yeah, it's so. Uh, I have we. No matter what happens, it appears we have content through October right now. Woo! So that's kind of a load off my mind, even if in. You know, upcoming episodes might just be me introducing an interview and then rolling into a word and a charity.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because,
0: you know, things are going to get busy by the end of this month. And so I am very thankful to everyone who has volunteered or come on the show or will be coming on the show over the course of the next couple weeks.
1: Yeah. months, Months. God willing, I will finally start chemo by the end of the month. Yes, and it sounds weird, but I really want to start it just so that I can be closer to it being done. No, oh, that, that the makes... waiting is killing me, that... and the whole you know, am I going to be a complete invalid for the next few months, or is it going to be like, okay, I'm having some really crap days, and the rest of the time I'm f- you know finish. Yes, which is my best case scenario, but yeah.
0: I mean, uh, anytime you have something big like that, it's that you're waiting on and you know it's going to suck, but you can't do anything because it, it can't start yet. That's terrible. Oh, yeah. It's horrible.
1: It is. And yeah. and when you don't know how much it's going to suck. Yes. And they're, because, like, even though I, I have asked the doctors and, they, and my oncologist is lovely and laid out very specifically, you know... You'll be fi- probably be fine the first day, the second day, or those two are usually fine. The third day, you will feel like ass. The fourth day, you will feel slightly less like ass, you know, and yeah, then yeah. It'll, you'll recover uh, uh, up until it goes again, kind of thing. And these are the days you are immunocompromised and shouldn't go to the grocery store,
2: kind yeah. of
1: thing. But even having all that information, just like, just get it over with. I, I just yeah. need to, you know, like, cause like if I'm still able to write books and many people are and do, then <laughs> I'm fine. You know, it it I can, I can handle that. It's, I don't want to just be like laying in bed for two months playing video games because I will hate myself by the end of it.
0: That's, you know, that's a fair assessment. And a fair concern. Yeah. Yeah. Right hound. Right hound.
1: Hound. Hound is okay with me laying in bed as long as hound can lay there.
0: Yes, hound would be very happy with that. But hound. Hound is a simple creature with simple needs. Yes.
1: Yes, she is. Yeah. Hi. Uh, You should probably like go to the interview or something because the dog's (laughs) not getting any less in my face.
0: No, she's not. She's not. So, uh, Rika Sokol or Ria Sokol is uh, like i said a speaker and artist who is uh who wants to share her perception of life um and all kinds of things that we talked about and so we are going to have that interview for you right after this I am here today with Rhea Sokol, and hopefully I'm saying that right for the second time, um, who is going to talk to us today about how she stays productive. And Rhea, can you do a better job introducing yourself than I just did? And tell us a little bit about what it is you do.
2: Yeah. Uh, first of all, I'm delighted and pleased to be here and to be speaking to you. I am I am a speaker, artist, public person. I share with people my perception of life, which on my career um, that <laughs> I started since I was six, it really shaped it in a way that is unconventional and that's mm-hmm. from what I noticed is very transforming and very fascinating for people. So I do it. I share it on interviews. I share it on stages when performing. And I also speak in the internet because I love speaking and sharing this perception <laughs> of mine.
0: <laughs> awesome. And um this is so this is sort of like a whole life thing. It's not just like one aspect. This is this is something you're you're, you know, the whole thing is involved, not just okay,
2: cool. Yes, it's almost mm-hmm. like I call it that. I got a code, and then I <laughs> apply this code on different areas of life, and then yeah. I translate it after mm-hmm. after after applying that code. So this is more or less how it works.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, um, there's probably a lot that's involved in this next bit. How do you keep it all organized?
2: I am very disciplined, I must say. And I am very disciplined. I imagine that not everyone has to be that disciplined, but I am super ambitious. I really am dedicated and committed to Mm -hmm. be heard by the whole planet. So, I am very focused, not distracted And I keep my time, I keep my message, I keep all of my life in a very beautiful strategy. So this is how (laughs) I manage it. And I'm really proud of myself, I must say, because when I was younger, I was very chaotic. And I learned (laughs) to be disciplined and... Uh, on time and managing Mm -hmm. and navigating. And at the same time, also spend a lot of time on relaxation, on joy, fun with my family, uh, celebrating and doing all kinds of crazy (laughs) things.
0: Yeah. So uh, in order to manage that that focus and organization, do you have any specific tools you use? Are you a write-it-all-down person? Are you a digital calendar person? Are you, you know, uh, how... How do you keep that focus and that time and track it all?
2: Uh, First of all, I definitely need Mm -hmm. to have everything written down. And I Mm -hmm. started to love planning. I plan. I Mm -hmm. look at my day. I look at my week. I look at my month. I look at my year. And I look at my decade. And I have everything (laughs) more or less planned, visualized. And in that schedule, I obviously have moments where I'm it is said like doing nothing being open to wild adventures yeah. so this is how i navigate time but i i must say i'm also just now i'm very supported by my team so beforehand i uh, did yes. but i do have it now and uh, they really help me really support me but if i'm honest i had to start applying it before i was mm-hmm. able to have a team so it required right. me really being concentrated and on track
0: yeah um so when you're writing things down i have to ask this do you have like there are a lot of us in the and i'm going to put this in air quotes the productivity industrial complex there are a lot of there's a whole lot of big deal about what kind of paper you use or what kind of notebook you use or a particular pen i know i have my favorite kind of pen i know many of my my listeners do do you do you have like a, a particular notebook or a particular kind of pen you really like to use or is it just whatever happens to be handy
2: my I, I have three things my main mm-hmm. thing is my iPhone and my notebook. oh yeah my whole life is in these nodes I must say so I also <laughs> obviously have it in my computer so this is mm-hmm. where I record all my voice clips I also write there I draw I I put everything there. I also have a, a paper notebook, so mm-hmm. very uh, not digital, and because sometimes I like putting my handwriting just directly on a paper. Oh, yeah, it feels different. And this is where I keep, um, like my. I like to write there things that are maybe not necessarily very creative. They are about how much did we make? What are our plans? What programs I'm doing? Or quotes. Sometimes I'm just drawing something and a quote comes in and I write it down. So these kind of things. And then the third thing is my other notebook. But this one is only (laughs) to... It's a paper notebook, but this one is only to uh, somehow code and program myself so for example every morning i would be writing in that notebook that Mm -hmm. i love my life that i love my family that my life is incredible that i'm powerful that people around me are powerful that the earth is beautiful place to live and so forth so these are my three tools where i'm putting all my messages (laughs) down yeah so uh
0: yeah and so there's a lot of there's a lot of um, gratitude and attention intentionality in that last one. You know, setting forth your intentions, being grateful for, okay, cool. Um, so all right, those are the tools, and you've sort of touched on it. Um, are there any uh, any habits I, I think that are, are particularly valuable? I mean it it seems pretty obvious that that whole, daily sort of that start of the morning daily journal is very important to use there. What other things are important or exceptionally helpful with all that?
2: So the first thing in the morning that I do after I mm-hmm. open my eye is I start the coding. The coding method is mm-hmm. a method that I, that I created and it's a method of repeating to myself, empowering, and grateful thoughts mm-hmm. because i used to have panic attacks and anxiety uh since always <laughs> uh, so the first thing that was happening in the morning when i was waking up there was this pain in my belly of being afraid of everything so i designed oh, uh... this method and i have it in my ears all the time and <laughs> the first thing in the morning i do is this one and it lasts for about 15 minutes sometimes half an hour Then I do my workout. Mm I I train. I'm very uh, physically activated, and then uh, for sure I have uh, this moment of writing down what I inform. It's also a form of coding, Mm -hmm. programming my body, programming my subconscious. Where even if I struggle, even if I know that the day is not going to go, it has some challenges. I I will write. I know I can handle all situations. I know I'm strong. I know I'm capable and so forth. So this is very important routine for me. Mm -hmm. And apart from that, the first half of the day, I always train. So I dance, I do the aerial acrobatics. And these are the things that are really, for me, they are working on my mindset. They are really working on my on how I perceive myself, how I perceive life. So these are the routines that are really supporting me emotionally and um, metaphysically. Mm -hmm. And then um, there are different tools that I'm using when, for example, I know that I have a very, let's say challenging meetings or something like that. I would put, and this is my favorite tool ever, I would put the alarm on my iPhone and it mm-hmm. would be like every 30 minutes it will just start beeping to remind me to get clear with my mind to ah. tell myself that i'm good that i'm fine that everything is okay and that i'm going to <laughs> So these are very very supportive and powerful mindset tools that i'm using
0: Mhm Uh, Because if you, if you don't, if your mind isn't in the right, isn't in the right space, everything else just sort of doesn't click, right?
2: Literally, it's almost like Mm -hmm. I always say it, it, it literally doesn't make so much difference what you're doing, because the biggest impact is where are you inside of yourself that you're doing it? So, if I am distracted because I didn't do all the my, my, all, all of my routines, and <laughs> I will write an email, and even if it's the same words in this in this email, it will sound and will it will be received in a different way when I am calmed mm-hmm. down, when I am focused, when I'm all in, when I'm good, when I'm activated, <laughs> energized, and and really with this energy. So I really believe that our energetics are the Mm fundamentals of everything that we're doing, how we're earning money, how we're connecting with other people, how we're creating our businesses, how we relate. Like it's literally everything depends on that.
0: Absolutely. You know, there, there, there's so many things about how your mood and your attitude um, impacts what you do, how you interact with people and setting that baseline, I guess, uh, programming yourself to understand that and to be able to focus on it is really, um, really important. Yeah.
2: Yes, um, yes. It's a—it's really in- mm-hmm. very interesting, very deep and very mm-hmm. uh, crucial, I think, topic. It's, it's yeah. the habits. It's our tendencies. This is where I right. start my journey and this is what changed everything
0: <laughs> so after you get through that first half of the day what what's the and you you're doing your your uh, mindfulness exercises um what do you do for the second half of the day
2: so first i do the mindset exercises then i do the physical exercises like i do the coaching uh, mm-hmm singing, coaching, dancing, coaching, everything. And then from there, I start my day. So around 10 or Mm -hmm. 11, I'm ready for the meetings, for the photo sessions, for interviews, (laughs) for business meetings, for planning uh, the next moves, for meeting with my team, for doing social media. Uh, Then I have only probably five hours until my kids are back from school. Oh, yeah. Five or six when they get back, I I I love to be spending time with them or at least have a meal. And then sometimes mm-hmm. the evenings I have either some kind of um, dinners or I have uh, family meetings, other things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a full day.
0: Yeah. No, um, and I am... Uh, be grateful. And I'm grateful of the time I was able to spend with my kids when they were younger. They don't live here anymore. They're, <laughs> they're grown up and out. And so sometimes uh, you miss it. And there's also um, a lot of joy when they come home to visit because now it's like everything's you know back in place sometimes. Um, and sometimes you're just happy to have them out. It's... <laughs>
2: Well, um, yeah, it really touches my heart when you say it because it's it's something I'm mm-hmm. very aware of. I remember when my mm-hmm. daughter told me once, uh, I think she was 13 or 12 back then. And she mm-hmm. said, Mom, it's the last six years that I'm with you. And me and her dad were like,
0: what hang on yeah
2: exactly it was like i wasn't even aware like she kept the space for the timing in her head Mm -hmm. whilst for me it was like what do you mean like she's here and since then i'm really aware of that i'm really like oh my gosh it's actually the case and Mm -hmm. being mom was such a huge piece of me Revealing and exploring mm-hmm. who I actually am as a woman, as a human being, as a mom. So for me, it's very, very touching topic.
0: Yeah, an important um, one. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that once they're they're grown ups, the uh, the quality time you spend together changes very significantly. Where the the three of us, my my two adult sons and I, were going to a concert of a band we all love. And so it's just like, yes, I can do this for them now. I couldn't do it when they were younger because, you know, it's heavy metal. And um, (laughs) as much as I would have liked to take a six-year-old to, you know, a heavy metal show, I don't think that would have been safe, especially where I like to be in the pit. Um, (laughs) uh, Okay. Um, What do you do to, um, to relax and wind down? after all that cuz there there is going to come a point where the kids have you know where the family time is sort of winding down the kids are doing homework or are asleep um although there's an age where they don't sleep at night anymore uh, <laughs> um you know how how do you how do you wind down at the end of the day bef- and and prepare i guess for for sleep or the next day
2: so if i'm honest i mm-hmm. I do it simultaneously so I'm okay. very focused to never get to mm-hmm. the Point where the whole day I'm stressed or tensed, and then in the evening I have to find a way to relax. So what I right. do is, it's almost like I'm doing it at the same time. I always remember right. to soften my belly. I always remember to mm-hmm. breathe. I always remember to drink water. I always remember to relax my shoulders. I'm really aware of my body. I'm really aware of my mind. So I hold space for that the whole day. So. Since I started doing it, there mm-hmm. is no such a exhaustion that I used to experience at the end of the day. Oh yeah! I'm like at the end of the day, I'm just like, okay, it's just another day. I'm fine. Everything is good. I feel great, and I'm just going to sleep. So this is how I how I managed to learn to navigate my inner energy, wow. my 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 body, my mind, and my mm-hmm. emotions.
0: Now I'm going to have to start implementing some of those practices so that I'm not, you know, reaching the end of the day and all I can think about is not thinking as it were, just, you know, being present with my, I mean, present with my wife, that's a thing. But, you know, m- moving to mind candy instead of, I'm not going to say more valuable things because mind candy is valuable too, but um, to be able to be a little more aware, a little more present. Mm. Um, yeah, that's yeah. that's
2: something that really it's beneficial. It's beneficial mm-hmm. because there is it's like in in the in the time it really um, it really works, and then mm-hmm. I sleep better and all the habits are better. <laughs> but I must say it's a whole mm-hmm. lifestyle, and I was working on mm-hmm. it since very long time to to find the way that is the best for me and that supports me and my mission and everything that I want to do in life.
0: Yeah. Fair. And it's, and so, yeah, and everybody has to find their own thing. Find the thing that works for them.
2: I, that's for sure. And mm-hmm. I think it starts with noticing all the habits, like really noticing mm-hmm. minute by minute, what you're doing during the day, like literally minute by minute. Mm-hmm how much time do you scroll how much time do you just wander around how much time do you talk about you know other people or gossip or stuff like that like we don't even realize how much time we have we have a tendency to say oh there is not enough time or i don't have time for that how do you find time for that Mm -hmm. it's not that i'm finding time i see the time everywhere there is plenty of time the thing is how to use it, how to use it consciously and be aware all this time. And then suddenly there is plenty of time and and use it. So it's helpful.
0: There, there is an exercise, um, that we did. I took the, um, uh, Diego Forte is building a second brain course last year. And one of the exercises was to set up the, um, there's a function on most computers now that will track how you're spending your time when you're on your computer or your phone or whatever and it was um, it was fascinating for it to because it would be you know here's how many hours you spent in this app or in a web browser or in your email application or you know and it, it was it was an eye-opener because you don't think about how much time you spend on these activities. So extending that to other parts of your life isn't, you know, incredibly valuable. Um, that's so,
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Um, we've covered actually the third and fourth questions all in that last discussion. So that's excellent. Um, uh, time for uh, the, the, I mean, they're all fun questions, but time for what I consider the really fun questions.
1: Okay, cool. Um,
0: And we'll start with um, what is the best advice you've been given Um, and maybe also the best advice you'd give someone else?
2: I think the best advice that I've been given was that there is no such a thing as a good way good mom good wife good boss or a good way to wake to make money or a good way to make business the the real advice is there is a good way for me or a good way for you like what is the best version that i can be as a mom as an entrepreneur as a public speaker and so forth, and so forth. So, I really, from that advice, I really learned mm-hmm. how to be flexible with my opinions, with my convictions, with how people are doing things differently, and with, with finding the respect towards different options, different ways, different, um, different ideas about life, about mm-hmm. other areas of of life. So this one is, I apply it literally everywhere. It really opened my eyes, my mind, my heart, my soul to to how we differ and to not to push anybody to think the way I am thinking. Because I used to perceive myself as a person with such an open mind, but then when <laughs> someone would not have an open mind, I would immediately judge them, which was indicating that I'm not so open-minded, you know? It's like, they judge, exactly how they judge me. So I realized this is a this is good point. I really mm-hmm. learned how to respect people from that. And being a public person, I also had to learn how to handle... Opinions that people have about me, how I look, how I speak, mm-hmm. how I close and open my eyes. You know, I blink, <laughs> how yeah. I laugh, uh, the content that I'm speaking, like people have so many opinions and I had such a huge journey with a criticism, with the hate in internet. And this advice also helped me because I applied it on these opinions And i really Mm -hmm. relaxed. I'm really okay with everybody thinking whatever they are thinking. I want to be as free as as they are in their opinions. I want to be respected and respect the way I want to be respected. So I think this is the fundamental advice that I got. And I'm teaching that too.
0: Yeah. So... Next question. Um, by the way, I love that answer, and that's an amazing piece of advice. So, that one is probably going to go in my list of things I tell other people that I have picked up in years doing the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, the s- sort of sad question, um, but often easy for people to answer um, how do you deal with failure or missing a goal?
2: I see everything as a path. So uh-huh. when you look at the child that is learning how to walk, I remember my daughter, she blew my mind. I remember <laughs> looking her, she was... Standing up, falling down, standing up, falling down, standing up, falling down 1,000 times. Then she was doing one step and falling down another 1,000 times. Then she was doing one step and second step and falling down. And again, 1,000 times. And that really, really struck me. Like, what if she treated every falling down as a failure? She would never like sit and say, okay, I think I'm not made to be walking. I think it's not for me. I think I'm not good enough to be walking. I think people are better than me. And it's just like, I'm just a failure. I'm just, I -hmm. I just, it's just not, I'm just worse. You know, she would never, she was just like, every time she was falling down, it was like some kind of force that was entering her. And it didn't matter. She was, you know, having these legs all in the, uh, you know, oh, yeah, you know, like she was all broken, you know, like physically mm-hmm. because she was falling down all the time on the floor. She would hit her mm-hmm. teeth and her lips. It was like a disaster. Yeah. But she was like, she was just like so bold and so courageous and mm-hmm. so, you know, motivated like there was nothing that could stop her and this is how I started seeing things like we we take this one little piece of our lives and we decide to call it failure because we fell down on the way to walking so when we look at it as I am learning how to walk I am becoming a walker I am becoming a human being who knows how to use their legs. Maybe I will be riding mm. in the future. Maybe I'll be riding a bicycle. But just now I'm learning to walk. And right. from here, it's like, what do you mean failure? Like, there's <laughs> failure. There's no failure. I'm learning.
0: Yeah. So it's a learning opportunity. It's not actual failure. Nice. Which is, yeah, I love... I love how much I've been hearing that in the last couple of years. When I started the show, it was almost the exact opposite. And uh, there's just been, I almost feel like a shift. It's either the people I'm interviewing or just almost this sort of global mindset where failure isn't failure, it's learning. And I love that. I love, love, love that. Um, all right. Now, the happy but sometimes difficult question, um, do you celebrate successes? And if so, how?
2: If you ask my audience what they associate me with the most, they Mm -hmm. would say, Celebration like I'm constantly celebrating, and I'm really known from doing surprises and receiving surprises. So, this is my thing I'm celebrating literally everything, I'm getting excited about everything very easily. And I also have this trick where I'm actually celebrating the things that didn't happen yet. Oh, for example, last year I found my dream house. And I said, I'm taking it. And then the owner, after two days, he said, you know what? I actually changed my mind. I'm not, I I I don't want Mm -hmm. you to take it. And I remember I cried the whole night Mm -mm. and I woke up in the morning and I was like, he he just misunderstood. He just doesn't know it yet. He missed He just doesn't get it yet. (laughs) I I will give him some time. I'm sure he will realize Mm -hmm. that. And I actually recorded a voice clip to him. And I said, listen, take your time figure out, just get back to me when you're ready. And he's like, no, no, but I'm I'm, re- I'm, I'm excited. And I'm like, that's fine. Just take your time. And I organized mm. a dinner that's the same night. I organized dinner mm. with my family, with my friends. It was middle of the summer. So we were in the garden. <laughs> and I was like, we're celebrating my new house. And I remember no one knew that I don't have that house yet, <laughs> apart from my mom. <laughs> and my mom whispered to me and she says, but did he call you yet? And I said, no, but he's gonna. And she was like, oh God, <laughs> you're so crazy. And we made a toast for my new house and we were celebrating. Like you wouldn't believe it. Literally, and it was, I think, 9 p.m. So it was mm-hmm. an hour that I even didn't expect that he's going to call at that time. And he did right in the... like right at the end of the, the dinner he, i'm i'm looking at the phone and i see him calling and he said you know what i i actually yeah you were right i didn't realize yeah you have this house <laughs> I, I was speechless and then i was like now <laughs> we can celebrate <laughs> so, now yeah so open was, the
0: next bottle line let's go
2: <laughs> yeah it was another round so this mm-hmm. is my way sometimes of having fun with life and dancing mm-hmm. with life. I just like doing it. So, yeah, I do celebrate a lot. Today I was celebrating, just before our call, I was celebrating because my daughter is 13 years old. And in Poland, this means that she gets oh. to, she gets to get mm-hmm. her own bank account. With ah, her own card, so she was mm-hmm. signing the contract, and I took a photo, of celebrating <laughs> her. So yeah, I'm constantly celebrating.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and that that is uh, almost all the questions. Okay. Um, uh, the last one is um, that we ourselves. Uh, don't actually take money for the podcast. It is free. We don't have advertisers. We don't. The only support we want from people is is moral support and you know liking and sharing and all the usual social stuff. Um, and instead of giving us money, we always ask. I ask my guests to recommend something for my listeners to give money to because we don't need it, and other people do a lot more than we do. Um, do you have? Um, a place or uh, a recommendation for our listeners this week?
2: So I have my own places where I Mm -hmm. share my income with every month, like a percentage of Mm -hmm. it. Um, But I feel it's very personal. Like I feel it's very individual and I always have this sense of like do it when your heart is called to do it and where your heart is called to do it. But for sure, what I would like to ask, and it's free, whoever is mm-hmm. listening to us just now, and if it anyway it inspired you, just talk about the topics that we're talking about with at least one person and recommend you, Kevin's podcast and... and- <laughs> conversations like i feel this is so precious that we can change the topics that we're talking about that we don't complain on weather or government but we meet and we're like listen i heard this podcast today and they were talking about celebration and motherhood and parenthood and this and that talk about what you've heard and maybe recommend uh your channel kevin's channel and this is how we're spreading it and it's free
0: uh and you know the funny thing is um I have a coworker who is in Poland and I'm probably going to be rolling over to my work environment as soon as we're done going you're not going to believe this conversation I had with Aria who is in Poland, Poland too and yes and uh <laughs> he might he might even get an early preview like here's the re- here's the re- the interview before it goes to the rest of the rest of the world because You know, yeah.
2: How amazing (laughs) is that? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's cool. (laughs) I really like it. What a coincidence. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. Um, So, hey, where can we find out more about you, about your stuff? Uh, Where can we find you online if you're comfortable sharing that?
2: Of course, if you type my Mm -hmm. name in Google, you're going to find so many Mm -hmm. places you can find me. For sure, all the social media. I'm very, very active on social media, on Instagram, Mm -hmm. on TikTok, on Facebook. I also have a lot of artistic expressions on my YouTube account, on my Spotify. And Mm -hmm. you can also listen not only to my music, but also to the codes that I mentioned at the beginning that are really supportive for our immune system, for our nervous system, for my manifestation the things that we desire so mm-hmm. there is an abundance of me in the internet so i appreciate <laughs> if you let me know what inspired mm-hmm. you or that you found me or if you want to share anything about this conversation i am super open i'm always online so you can catch yeah. me there
0: and i will make sure all of those links are in the show notes so there will be an easy one-stop click for for everybody.
2: I'm very happy for that.
0: Yeah. So, um, and that is everything.
2: So. I'm so grateful for this conversation. It was <laughs> yeah. a lot of fun. I really liked it. Enjoyed <laughs> it a lot.
0: Yeah, It was, uh, it was amazing. And uh, you know what? Anytime you want to come back, you have something new or you just want to, hang out and share you know what give me drop me a line and we will make it happen because this has been absolutely fantastic oh my
2: goodness this is cool thank you so much for that i appreciate it
0: yeah no no, no. thank you um it has been a pleasure
2: thank you very very much
0: and for the people at home we will be right back after this So, that was absolutely a fantastic time talking to Rhea, and I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I do, or did. I mean, I'm going to listen to it at least once more while I'm doing all the editing, so, you know, it it was a fun talk. So, yeah, hey, um, our word this week is absolutely positively not related to the interview, though. And the word this week, dun-dun-dun is Waiting Sucks.
1: Ah, uh, that's an excellent word.
0: Yes, it is. Uh, all one word, Waiting Sucks. There's an activity code box you can put in. You put it into on productivityalchemy.com after you log in. Yes, use the login link and create an account, sorry, um, in the upper right-hand corner. And then you can get this badge. Uh, and, you know, while you're there, check out the other badges. Check out the show notes for this episode because I've got all the links to Rhea's like Instagram and uh, YouTube and all that good stuff. Uh, And then, yeah, uh, check out prior episodes. Listen to those if you want. Look at their show notes. There's even like links to our bios. There's links to uh, other things, uh, articles I've written. Um, but mostly, you know, go there for the show notes, the badges, and the no longer forbidden link.
1: Yeah, the problem is that I, I, I don't know how to chime in now that no link is forbidden. I I'm, still don't. I haven't worked it out yet.
0: I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure it will come to you at some point. Yes, no, I changed the support us link to a support all these other people who need it more than we do. Because I think that's really important.
1: Absolutely. It
0: makes it easier to keep people from giving us money because they don't need to give us money.
1: And as always, we will we will tell you.
0: Yes. And so, that brings us to this week's charity spotlight. And what I want you to do this week, uh, because what Rhea said is that charities are personal, individual, and it's where your heart dictates you go. Go to the list and pick something. If I need to make numbers on them, so that you can roll one d. 20 or 2d 10 or whatever (laughs) to get the chair to, to pick a charity. I will do this thing. Just, just tell me, uh, and we will make it so, um, but you know, some of our favorites in the past, of course, are things like trans lifeline, uh, feeding America, the American cancer society is now going up on the list.
1: Oh yeah. Them, them. Um, There's a, uh, Charity, I got to get a link to that or find the name of that uh, uh, is a, a much smaller one that does like uh, uh, care for uh, travel expenses and whatnot for families to be with uh, patients who need help. So I should track that one down.
0: Yeah, that one that that's something that you know is also very important and. The Alongside Wild Foundation? Yeah, no, yeah yes. big fans, big fans. I'm not going to list all of these in the show notes, but yes. I am going to link back to the support these, pick one and support it page. And that is everything for this week. Uh, next week we will be reading your letters. Uh, we will be recording the episode probably like Saturday or sometimes Sunday because we have a Busy week next week. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, with Tuesday being the port install, so you're not going to be available to, to do a, a letter show. Wednesday, I have a tattoo appointment. Yes, I can still get tattoos, I we asked, um, which usually means we neither of us are in, in any shape to record. Yep. And that's what's up. So... You know, we're going to keep doing what we do, and we want you all to go out there and do your best to stay productive, no matter what that looks like.
1: Yes. I don't know if waiting is productive, and that might be what's making me nuts.
0: Uh, Waiting can totally be productive.
1: I don't think this is productive waiting.
0: Go, Go play some video games.
1: That's productive.